This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Tap Into. I'm Travis. I'm Pete. And I'm Cassie. And we're excited you're joining us on this journey of conscious rising. Wait, what does that mean? I'm glad you asked, Pete. It means we're going to be sharing our experiences and tools for a life centered in joy, purpose, and gratitude. Life as it comes our way. So, the good, the bad. Don't forget the what the fuck. <laughs> exactly. So, come as you are, set aside what you think you know, and simply listen. And as always, take, take what, what you, you like and leave the rest. Prepared to go to Guys, Costco? I didn't get the wear black memo. <gasps> it's actually kind of like a We're like it's like it. gradient. <laughs> it's a gradient because it goes from like black to charcoal to like to you're welcome. To yeah, see, you're welcome. Whoa. I would love to be the rainbow part of I the had sandwich. Actually, a blue sweater on all day, but it's never cold in here. Don't tell us when we're going live. Just do it. I turned air yeah, no, actually, I have a really funny story to tell you guys. I can't wait to yes. hear it. Do you want me to start now or do you want me to start when we go live? When we go live. Yeah, we go live. Oh, okay. I want it's my about, expression we, we went be... apple picking yesterday and it was. People still someone get an apple in their face? You can She's go, go, live, tell go live whenever and surprises. Yeah. Well, what are like, we going to talk about and tell them? You tell her this every single time. I know. So if you keep telling her to go live and surprise us, then we're not going to be surprised be a surprise. when it happens. What's your surprise face? <gasps> Like, do you practice surprise faces? No. Does it look anything I like don't your... practice anything in the mirror. You should see my selfies. You can tell. I do not practice. <laughs> Is your surprise face anything like your O face? I have Ooh, no idea. It's funny. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we're live right now. I don't get to see. Mirror. I don't get to see my own. O face what? Your own. Oh. Sweet Caroline. Of <laughs> o O face. <laughs> no? No? Nobody? No. Hello, everybody. Guys. Oh, oh my gosh. I oh can't believe gosh. it. We're live. And Linda, Linda, Never. Linda. Linda, did you text Cassie? We're five Linda, minutes Linda. late. Did you text Cassie and ask where we were? No, she didn't she, text me. She does that sometimes, and that's the best audience member ever. She does. She Thanks, was, Linda. She even joined us whenever you weren't even here. She I did. I, she has a reminder in her phone. I know. That's why. Well, it meant a lot because you weren't with us our last podcast or our last uh, Facebook like Live. I'm so far away from you but, Well, I feel like I'm the one who's over here, so... Cassie, need, come join the group. We need a couch. Like, we could just get a podcast couch instead of podcast She's chair. got a list. She's got a wall of with fame like, to create. She's with got a like couch. Giant, actually, that would be, wouldn't that be really cool if it was just like a living room set? Yeah. Yeah, I think we should do that. Roger, are you listening? And then we'll get the official, Roger. like, um, he does. He listens to us like a great, is, I don't know, is he boss? He yeah. kind of like, is he's he, not, he is. is he our podcast Lisa boss? Auto caught us live. Hey, Lisa. Lisa. So Lisa... Is get Lisa stick around, Linda stick around, and everyone else obviously joining in too, um, because it's a great topic today. But before we get into the topic, we've got some good stories going. We have oh, some yeah. stories. I just got a, yeah. I've got a follow up story. So go ahead. Okay, it's not as good as yours though. So we TBD. we went apple picking yesterday. We t- uh, Kelly and I took the girls because we're leaving for England tomorrow. So we wanted like one last fun day with the Hoorah. girls. How's your accent coming along? It's coming along. <laughs> It's coming along, governor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> pip, pip, pip. I won't even try. <laughs> this is giving me life right now. No. Pip, 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 pip. Let's, see how, let's see how Englishly racial we can. <laughs> it's going to be a bloody good time. <laughs> I sound like, like an English uh, I love I know, I every minute of it. Is. Okay, sorry. Okay. Apple picking. So, 
So we have this friend who owns an amazing like farm and produce stand out in Wynola Flats. You give a which shout out? is yes, Stacy at but Wynola Flats and Julian. You guys should definitely check it out. It's a wonderful store. Stacy. Um mine. her farm isn't open to the public, but she set up a whole thing for us to come and pick apples. She has all kinds of different types of heirloom apples. because uh, that's what we're gonna be doing in England, so we want to take the girls to do it too. So we're having this amazing day. We're picking all these different apples. Um, it's a little bit windy, but everyone's fine. We're getting cute pictures. They left pumpkins in the pumpkin patch for us. And Stacy's like, oh, I'm going to take you guys on this golf cart ride around the property and then take you to this old 100-year-old like apple tree that my my grandfather planted or great-grandfather planted to try these double, double red delicious apples because most people don't like red delicious apples. So we go there, and it's right next to where she keeps her bees because she's a beekeeper and she does all kinds of honey. So, I just had a quick squirrel question. What is, why are they titled Red Delicious if they're not delicious? Well, they actually are delicious. If you get them off the farm, if you get a good Red Delicious, they're actually this amazing, like, it's just, it's actually a really good apple, but it's very rare to get a good one. So, I would definitely recommend that if you go apple picking at a farm to pick Red Delicious. And then you actually want to leave them for a little bit to soften. Like mm-hmm. a lot of some of the darker apple varieties are really hard when you take them off the tree. Mm-hmm. So you want to leave them for a couple weeks before mm-hmm. you eat them and then they'll soften. Well, you heard like, it from uh, our like black gotcha. Arkansas, black twig. And it's the same ones that kind of taste one. a little, uh, what do you call it? Um, bitter. Is that the same yeah, thing? Yeah. And sometimes the bitterness actually comes from what they put on the skin mm. because they <sighs> wax apples. Mm. So I would definitely apple. try to get waxed free apples. Yeah. This, is a good, this is a good segue conversation because you're going apple hunting. I, know, I haven't even told you the. Best part right. of the story. Oh my gosh, I'm going to okay. quit squirreling. Stop squirreling. Pete, I'm squirreling. It is worth One, it. Okay. Three. So, we go to this 100 year old tree, and I'm sitting in the back of the golf cart with Remy, and I go, This is literally one of the coolest things we've ever done. And at that time, Stacy has decided to check on her bees in her beehives, which were missing. There were no bees in the beehives. And she, there was a rat next to her, and she was really worried that a rat had gotten in and killed her bees. So, she was opening up. Yeah, apparently rats will eat bees and then eat them. Will kill the bees and then take the honey. I had no idea. Uh, that's cool. So Ashley, Remy's a- stepmom, came with us, and she went over to go check out the honeycomb because she'd never seen fresh honeycomb. And I was getting ready to go over there when suddenly they both decide to leave the bees because one hive happened to have a bunch of very angry bees in it, and K- Ashley got swarmed by these bees and is walking towards us like like a bee zombie. Like patient zero. Bees on bees. And she's like, Stacey's like, you're fine, you're fine. Are they stinging you? And she's like, oh, oh, they're stinging me. And at that point, I pick Remy up and I just panic and run away from Ashley. It's like, leave her behind. We got to go. Save yourself. I've at least got Remy in my arms like a football. And I'm running across this meadow. And Kelly just goes, Lucy, run. And Lucy runs one way and Kelly runs the other way. Oh, my God. Remy ends Why up was getting it this on stung. video? Yeah, I was going to say, is there video? Oh. Remy, I know, I wish there was. Remy got one sting on her nose, but it wasn't a full sting. I guess they can only like, par- they can also partially sting you where mm-hmm. it doesn't really let go of the stinger. It doesn't really let go of the venom, mm. but she's screaming bloody murder. I'm in full panic mode at this point because I don't know if there's any bees around us. I don't want her to get stung. So I stop and put her down and wrap us in our in my sweater. Like a cocoon, but I can still hear buzzing, and so that I I panic again. And I'm like, we gotta keep running. So I pick her up again, and we're running. Turns out the bee I kept hearing was stuck in my hair, so I couldn't Ooh. get away from it anyway. At this oh, point, see. I just like panicked on the back of the truck. Fail. Did you get stung? 
I didn't get stung. Ooh. I think the one that stung for me was one that was in my hair, which I eventually eventually killed by just beating my head because I thought there was a bee in there. And Ashley, Jeez. Ashley's just calmly like taking off her jacket and her sweater and just like runs away. So from she got attacked. By everything, bees. yeah. She got stung quite a few times. Ugh. But Stacy had this amazing oil, bee sting oil, and it helped, and it got rid of all of it. And only two of the stings that she got had stingers in them. But it, but it pretty much traumatized Ruby. We got back to the car, and she climbed in the car. She's like, "I want to go home right." now oh my god and i was I like no that. i can't really go home and she's just like please she's just like completely melting every time someone mentions a bee so our awesome like farm trip kind of had the opposite effect oh my gosh and we That's... we wish that we had filmed it hey you it gave was her a hilarious. memory it was like you i mean afterwards memory <laughs> afterwards we're all telling our different views of what was happening because we each had like our own panic moment where like right. Kelly saw me running with Remy and then was like, I don't even know where my kid is because she ran without Lucy. <laughs> Fair enough. So <laughs> everybody for themselves. <laughs> Five years ago, I think it was a while ago, Kelly Haig wrote a script. I think she was the one who wrote it for like a scare thing here at the, uh-huh. the thing at the specialty produce where we take this lovely show. And it went really well. So that could be an idea for like the slow-mo, the running, the bees. If you have a big sale on honey or <laughs> if the price of vanilla ever goes down, you want to advertise vanilla and it could be like vanilla bees. I don't know. Something. I was just the, the, to me. Ripening number two. Yeah. So this story actually hits home for me, not because I've ever, I don't have the experience of ever being stung. Yeah. I've never been stung by one either. Which so I think it really doesn't hit my, home. It, no, it might does be why the fear of I like, panicked so much is because I never, I've never been stung. So then afterwards... I was asking, because Ashley had also never been stung. And this was like, if you're going to get it, she got like a lifetime of oh stings all gosh. at once. And I'm like, what did it feel like? She's like, oh, it just felt like when you get those um, those like little cactus stickers. And you like, if you pick up stinging nettles, you get like those little cactus stickers. I'm, and I was soon. like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, I mean, I grew up with that. That's not really that bad. Uh, uh. She's like, it's like so then I, I wasn't as panicked, but poor Remy was just like. And it was, and I couldn't figure out if she was if she was hurt or if she was just scared because we definitely panicked and I almost tripped and fell a couple times. I think I dropped her once. It was so bad. So it sounds it was more not of like a... one of my best parenting moments. I thought I was going to be cool and collected when the apocalypse came, but I just <laughs> left that person behind. I was like, "We can't save you, Ashley." gotta go <laughs> we gotta go yeah well i mean that's a but, but you put your own oxygen mask on first and you protected your young and that sounds like pretty good parenting well yeah and ashley is until fending the, for herself until the part where i like threw her back in the golf cart and then there was no one to drive the <laughs> golf cart so then we had to run again so bad oh my gosh i want to see that recreated in <laughs> slow-mo for sure i know i really wish that it had like Dun, 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 and dun, Kelly Haig is the rest. We're like running around through the Kelly Haig is like one of the best at facial expressions. I can only imagine. Yeah. And here's her daughter following her footsteps. Yeah. With the dramatization of things. Yeah. So le- absolutely nothing happened to Kelly or Lucy because Kelly's really afraid of bees already. So she just booked it. And I had never seen bees like this big or this. They were like they were really big and they were pretty aggressive. And it was funny. I was talking to Stacy afterwards. She's like, you know, I had some, I have some Henri bees on the lot to keep people off the property. And I was like, these were pretty Henri bees. They wouldn't like go of you. They're just following you yeah. around. Your mom said you grabbed her. That's something. I was like, hey, <laughs> she had instinctual mommy moments. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, 
later, nothing happened to Lucy, nothing happened to Kelly, but because Remy was so traumatized and actually got stung, Lucy really wanted attention. So she was like, she was like, guys, look at my knuckles. They got hurt really bad. <laughs> and they're like, oh, poor Lucy. Yeah, you poor thing. <laughs> so Lisa, I want to know what, what a, exactly a beach armor does. I don't. In Salyersville. And we'll just wait until you answer us. We'll just yeah, wait. We'll really. just sit right here and is wait. That, yeah. So in Kimberly says- Did I do it? Is that what a beach armor does? You just did you run charm? away in panic? So you make them <laughs> like follow you? It's so charming. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> today- Let's turn the sound down. We're not talking about Stacy or her mom, because that was a song that popped in my head as soon as she said Stacy in her farm. Stacy's farm is where the bees chase you. So today is about uh, super women, superheroes, uh, she mentors, sheroes. We're going to say sheroes because um, all the people on my list are women. The ones yeah. who have come before us, the ones who will come after us, the ones that brought us to where we are today. Um, and... We want to talk about this because, you know, it's about being grateful and gratitude and showing gratitude for the people that have helped us along the way. And this is for everybody that's listening, too. Um, you please chime in to some of your your mentors and your super sheroes and heroes. And um, we're just going to talk a little bit about that today. And we named our uh, podcast today. This is episode 24. Five. Wow. Wow. We can officially we rent a, a car now. We are a quarter. Wow. Is that when the yeah, no. no, yeah, that's right. Insurance yeah. drops. 24, 25, 26. Both. Both. We are uh we are absolutely a quarter of a it's not a century, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Quarter of a century. Yeah. yeah, a quarter of a century old. Um so today we named it Sweet Caroline, right? Um that just what popped into our heads because recently we talked about how uh Pete and I went back to Kentucky for my surgery, which Went very, very well. We are back in the studio. Can you lean was forward it, and show them your line? Yeah, it's right there. Can you see it? See it right it's yeah. right there. I have a, this is patient have, and nurse ratchet right here. Yeah, there you go. Nursing um, the and one of the places, uh, places we stayed at was a really good friend of mine, which her name is Caroline. Um, she is not only a really great friend, but she is a uh, just all-around great woman. But she also is one of our biggest fans. Which is cool because, you know, we have lots of friends and not all of them are our biggest fans. <laughs> well, and with her, like the funny thing about her, it's like she'll wake up in the middle of the night and like she'll be like, I put you guys on and you you help me fall asleep. And we're like, we we put you to sleep. Oh, That's thanks. Is that a comp? Wow. But no, like we calm her, we calm her busy head. brain oh. and then she can her get a restful mind. sleep. Yeah. So, so that she is definitely one of uh, one of the biggest things that have helped us along the way. She has not only been there for us uh mentally and spiritually and maybe not so much not physically i guess she physically let us stay in her house uh while i was recuperating but she's just there she's a really great person to go to for help right so it's sweet caroline it's in uh, you know as much as we could do a whole podcast about her mm-hmm. we actually not. almost got her on an interview when we were back in lexington she oh, is actually she, great. well yeah. she is going to come on um Probably through either Skype or a phone call here as soon as we set it up. She is Dr. Caroline Gooden. Um, mm-hmm. She is a the life university. What was it? I can't even think of the her specific title of her job, but she does. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Something with not. psychotherapy or with no. early childhood development. No. <laughs> Possibly. Mm, there's children involved and there's psychology involved. Yeah, she actually she works for a great company that offers services for people with 
Um, not even necessarily disabilities, I guess, but it's for it, it's not a, just about like mental and physical disabilities. It's about any kind of disability that you can come across, I believe. Don't quote me on that. But she offers a lot of services with that. So that is one of the people that we were talking about today. We could probably make this last a very, very long time because I'm seeing the people that are popping on here, and a lot of these people are in some sort of way a mentor of mm-hmm. ours. Mm-hmm. So, Caroline Gooden, we're calling you out. Number one. Number one. That's right. Go ahead. Am Nate. I next? You're next. Oh, my gosh. This wasn't planned at all. Obvious. We didn't know what order we were going in. Okay. Um, you know, you came I, up with the title. You should know some of I did. Well, we talked about the person who thought it was came about. So, you know. Anyways, so for me, that. why don't we? How about we start by defining a mentor? Sure, that's what a would great you guys idea. Define a mentor as because I, love this I can't the heat think of, of me. any mentor. So, it would be so nice what did you? What do you think a mentor? Okay, so for, okay, so just like on anything, it's subjective. There's no one else that can tell us what a mentor is for us. There is a, I guess we can define it in a way, but it's like it's um, on a scale of like I'm going to say on a scale of like one to ten, um, the one would be like a We'll start with a 10. A 10 would be like a person, place, or thing that changes the course of the direction of my life, that influenced me and maybe something to get interested in or helped me see something about myself or the world. Um, It was showing me, and as we define teacher on the show, it's someone who shows me where to look but not what to see. Um, Teacher, mentor, very similar in a way. And then that's a 10. And so on a one, this is my scale, a one would be moment to moment. If something's happening that's frustrating or that's causing me joy or sadness, whatever, it's like, what am I supposed to learn from this moment? This moment, these people, this situation is mentoring me to grow. So it's it could be anything really from a moment to a specific person, a group of people, an experience, going to college, you know, like whatever. So that's does that make sense? That's mm-hmm. that's my definition. I like that. Anybody else want to add anything to that? Sounds good to me. Right. I'm having a really hard time with this topic. I can't think of anybody. So this is maybe a that good sounds really mentoring bad. growth situation for yeah. you. I feel like that either sounds really bad or sounds like I just have, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Always Done everything bad. yourself. But like that can't be true. But I can't <laughs> think of anyone. I mean, like there's moments, right? Who, who, like, who has given you like, who's given you some breaks in life? You know what I mean? That could also be, you know, mm-hmm. where you were struggling with something, whether it be a new boss or it be somebody in your family or a friend that like brought you out of a uh, that showed up in your life. The universe put them in front of you at the exact right time and they helped you in some sort of way. Oh. Someone who saw something in you that you had yet to see in yourself. There you go. OK, so that probably Probably the biggest one in my life right now would be Bob, the owner of Specialty Produce. Bobby. But it just Bob. so cliche for it to be like your boss. No. But definitely, yeah, I, so. um, I actually left the kitchen as a chef to come work here. Um, and I wasn't really sure what I was going to do or what I wanted to. I just knew that I needed to not necessarily jump back into another kitchen job. And I almost left the company um, even before I got pregnant. So maybe six months after I started working here. Um, I almost left the company, go back into the kitchen with the, the old chef that I used to work with and go be a sous chef again because I just, I don't know, it seemed like a good opportunity and I thought maybe I'd want to go back into it. And he he off, he he off convinced me to stay, um, like not not just financially, but also just, you know, said that that there would be more opportunity for me to grow here than there would ever be in a kitchen. He said there would be a ceiling I would hit at the kitchen and I wouldn't hit that ceiling here. And so I stayed and it was a big decision because I was leaving like your kitchen family, like kitchen crew is like a family. 
So I had already left this family once and was being asked to come back into it. And I, you know, gave up again. And then when I went on maternity leave and I came back to work, he offered me a new position too. And then I went through my divorce and everything. And he was really there for me while I went through it and helped me to grow this thing. And basically he, I don't want to go into too many details, but, but I, you know, when I was going through my divorce was not going to be able to live in San Diego. It's a very expensive place to stay. Right. And he made it so that I could stay here and basically gave me a new job without me having proved that I could do it and then let me rise to that occasion over the last few years and has given me a lot of growth opportunity and opportunities to really learn new things and show who I am. So See, I think that was just be a mentor. Absolutely. And it I just get seems it. so cliche for it to be like your boss. It's Everyone cl- I can always think of is my boss. I brought the bell out today. It's been no, 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 no. <laughs> I brought the bell's been hiding or lost or stolen, and I brought it out because I knew this was going to be I a like dinger show, and bell. it was just taken away from me. Because you've used it for more than just aha moments. I'm going to look at this moment as a way of being mentored by the universe. That I'm supposed to learn something here. Thank you. Okay, you got out of answering the question. I would she like took to over. say I don't know what the question was, but I had a comment, and then you can ask me the question yeah. again. Having known you, Cassie, you're an occasion riser if I've ever seen one. Like, no matter what it is, you just research it, you get it done, you find a way to do it. And so Bob, Bob saw that in you, apparently, and you... It looks like he's about to cry. kicking life's ass. It looks like you're about to cry. Well, I know, but I admire this in her. And, oh, it, and, and, you. and and your story about Bob has helped you get there. So yeah, we're, that's something that I look up to. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow. Sometimes I judge myself because I'm not that, but... Then I drop it and I remember that I yeah. it's a process. So I'm leaving tomorrow to go on a work trip to England to go <laughs> apple hunting, basically produce hunting in um Borough Market in London and in Faversham at Brogdale Markets and or Brogdale Orchard. And I was we've been talking a lot with Bob. We had a meeting about like what to think when we're what to expect when we're in Europe and you know, pickpocketing and all this stuff, just like him setting us up because he's been there so many times. And, <clears throat> and I stopped and I thanked him again for setting us just like, I'm so humbled that you would give me this opportunity. And he goes, stop right there. Just think yourself. He's like, you earned this, you know? And that I guess is a very mentory thing to say. Just saying. Yeah. You can't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll remove it from Last myself. Last one. Hold on. I want to. Sa- I get one more ding, and I want to save it for a very important occasion on this podcast. He's a so. ding dong. Uh, you are. <sighs> That's said with love, apparently. Yes. So, what was this question? Was there a question? Who is your mentor? Who's my mentor? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So the one that I would, I've, you know how the people always ask you, who was your favorite teacher? Who was that one person who really like had an impact in the direction of your life? I never was able to answer that question question until like two years ago. There's a woman that came into my life. Her name's Mona. And we also stayed with her when we were Love in Lexington. Love Mona. Love me some Mona. And she actually taught me a lot about my role in my own life and how nothing is ever, things happen to me, but nothing is ever anyone else's fault except my own. In regards to at least how I respond to it. Things happen to me, but they don't happen. Things happen for me to, to proceed with, however, but they don't happen to me specifically. Right. Like I didn't, whatever. So we're having a conversation about honesty and when for me, it's like dishonesty for me, it's a much deeper level than I ever realized when it comes to, for me growing up in a situation where I am gay. What? I am. I'm not going to ding that. Ew. It's just an obvious. <laughs> yes. And so. I know you're a very happy person. I'm a very happy person. But I learned from, this was a, 
one of the biggest aha moments. I learned that like I was dishonest with my parents, with my family, with my school friends and non-friends community, whatever, because I felt uncomfortable, which may be a social condition or what, however that is, plays into what's what I'm comfortable with expressing myself. But I felt uncomfortable to come out of the closet is the cliche way to say it. And I didn't know how to be me because 20 years ago when I was growing up, where's your girlfriend? Where's your wife? Where's your masculinity was such a big thing. And I don't, I've, Travis can, he'll roll his eyes at this, but like, I'm like, Is if it? you show up to me uber masculine, I'm going to be like, get the fuck out. He likes it sometimes. That's a what the fuck for me. So I'm like, I've struggled with that. And I I'm had the a, same way, but for like super girly. Yeah. So My you understand. Girly. And it's like, I didn't know how to express myself as I am on the spectrum that Pete Olsen exists on without fitting into some box. And I didn't want to fit into the box. And so that, you know, I was hiding or I was not whatever. So I didn't know how to be honest with myself about who I was. And I didn't know how to express that honestly to the world. And so we had that conversation because she was like, what have you ever lied about? And I was like, I mean, I had some petty stuff. Like maybe I stole a candy bar growing up or maybe I lied about something. But I was like, that's a big lie about not being able to express who I was. And so that changed the course of my growth as a person because I was able to accept me for me. Travis and I were talking about this on the way up here, I think. And I was like, you know, if someone says something that hurts my feelings, the only reason that hurt my feelings is because you just touched on a nerve that I don't truly believe about something about myself, you know, whether it's weight or sexuality or height or color of skin or what kind of job you have, like, if I'm not comfortable with it, someone who can say something can hurt me because it's a sore subject for me. And so I was able to heal that part of me, fall into who I am. And it's still a growth process. I'm not fully there to where I would like to be, but I'm much further than I ever was. And this woman came into my life through a, she was a roommate of my, one of my roommates was her professor. And it was like, I met her before I actually met her. Have you ever, have you ever met people like that? It's like I met her like a year earlier at a bridal shower. Oh, yeah. And we just the energies connected like that. Like this was my people. And we talk a lot about tribes on this show. You're a mentor. Travis is a mentor. Danielle is a mentor. Like this experience on this podcast is a mentor. Like I've put people in my life that as um, our – I'm going to call her a friend because she is actually here in San Diego near Legoland. It's her office. Lisa Nichols. She's a big inspirational speaker. She was on The Secret, the movie. I think She was on Oprah. She – basically is a version of Oprah. Yeah. And so she says that like, you want people in your tribe that are a good five to 10 steps ahead of you at all times, because you need something. We need people in our lives that help us aspire to be more when we can't hold ourselves up. So I have a lot of that. And that was, she was one of the first. Let's be, let's yeah. Right. All the people in your tribe need to be five. There's right. But there needs to be a core people, even if it's just one. It's It's like you catch up to them and you're like, see ya. See ya. (laughs) Time for a new tribe. And people come and go and they always will. And I understand that. Not always. Well, I mean, but like people are there for a season, a reason or a lifetime. Reason, season. There's what I'm saying. I think you taught me that. I did. Mentor. Thank you. Mentor right there. So. But Mona was the first person that really I got a, and that was just one aspect. We talked about a lot of things that we had conversations about that really changed the direction of how I thought. I was closed off on spirituality because I grew up Southern Baptist and not anything about Southern Baptism, but just I grew up in a, a spiritual dome of one way to think about it, one way to be, you know, feminine and masculine is very well defined in this specific religion, didn't fit that mold, shut it down. And I was, she helped me open up on that, which everything started opening. So big shout out to Mamona, sweet Mona. Uh, uh, uh. 
I'm not going to ding that either. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, he's getting itchy, though. Hey, so <laughs> itch so it. itchy. Yeah. So that's my, that's my, one of the biggest turning points in my life was meeting her. I feel like we're going to have to end up like in, in the comments tagging everybody else that has been our mentor along the I way. Know. I feel like my mom is listening. She should be able to type out some mentors of mine. Right. Your right, mom, mom actually. Your mom actually right, mom? put something on here that was really great. She said, um, "A mentor to me is someone who inspires you to learn more, inspires you to be the best version of you, someone who is sincere in their appreciation of who you are and sees your potential before you do." Well, very well said, Linda Poindexter. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, and that's what you know. For it doesn't have to. That's why we, even though we talk about mentors, it's about mentors and heroes and sheroes and just people that you look up to in general, right? Yeah. Um, and that doesn't even necessarily like like he Pete just said, people come into your your life uh, for a season, a reason, or a lifetime, and even the people that have come in for that reason, whether it be a week or two weeks or whatever it may be, that could be someone that you've looked up to at some point, um, someone that has helped you along the way, someone that is you inspire to be, someone that you don't even necessarily know, right? Like people that you follow on Facebook or you know. <laughs> Just saying, like, you know, that Twitter or whatever, you don't have to necessarily know these people. And we could have a list a mile long. Um, I definitely I have one more. Yes. Something else. Okay. Yes. So Bob has definitely inspired me on my like work life and how I approach that and sort of melding work and personal lives together. But one person who definitely has inspired me on my personal life would be Whitney, who I bring up in this podcast all the time. Oh, like my best friend. Whitney. Yeah, but she inspired me in one of the best ways, which was just to sort of understand that you can be crazy and angry and mad and loud and cry and all of those things, and, and it's fine. Like that what you feel when you feel it is fine, and that there's always – there's always light at the end of the tunnel or you have to go through the darkness and come through on the other side that that always happens so that's definitely Whitney because before that I was definitely like did not let myself feel a lot of things did not let myself go through pain I compartmentalized I'm a really good compartmentalizer um, which is really just hiding things and not dealing with them she definitely like Helped me. She calls to, you on your shit. Yeah, and we, you know, we call each other on our. shit. I was going to say so. you are that for her as well. I've yeah, heard stories. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, and she's actually going to be a co-host one of these days. I'm just putting it out there. She's never agreed yes, to she it, is. but I'm just. I know we really need to get I, her. On. She was standing she will... right here in this corner, and she said, "Fuck that shit." <laughs> Maybe not in those words. Maybe not those yeah. words, but yeah. definitely. Um, probably no... in those words. <laughs> <laughs> probably in those Hersley, words. welcome back. Yes, Hersley is here. There's a lot of people that's showing up. Lisa Otto is Aunt Stacy is also Coburn. a mentor of mine. For sure. Yeah. More from a distance. Kimberly was here, but I think she just had to leave. Yeah, she just said bye. So bye, Kimberly. Bye, Kimberly. Kimberly <laughs> is someone. I, is it Kimberly or it's Kimberly? Kimberly. Sorry, yeah. Kimberly. It's okay. Sorry. Actually, her more personally, she goes by Kim. So oh. whatever you feel comfortable with. Exactly. Um, yeah. Another one that is as really kind of. Uh, you know, imperative for me i'll go ahead and say i'll speak for myself and you can agree if you want to um is it's no it's not you is uh <laughs> denied oh lord <laughs> you don't get a bell melissa crispell and she's been on here before um she she it's so strange to me because and it's not strange the universe has been providing for us for so long now that it, you know nothing is funny anymore it just is like oh my gosh something else has happened that's really great um, we, as you know, one of our biggest mentors, um, 
to, that has kind of gotten us to where we have been through through teachings has been um, Maria Flynn of One Wise Life. Check her out if you haven't already. Um, but we had followed her for a while, and you've heard the story. And if you haven't, go check out our other podcasts. <laughs> you can hear us mention her several times. Um, but as we, because of that uh, universal placement, um, Melissa Crispell just so happened to come into our lives as well. Uh, a funny story, not a funny story, but a really cool story is that Melissa Crispell lives in Maryland. Maryland, no, esque Maryland, Maryland adjacent Delaware, Delaware. That's it. Delaware. Huntington, no, nope. uh, something ton. It's Wilmington, it, Wilmington, Delaware. Yes. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I, of course, am living in San Diego. And yeah, anyways, we were not only born in the same town, Elizabethtown, Kentucky. For people who have never heard it before, <laughs> most of like you probably have. It's a movie. movie. Like the movie. Like the movie. Yes. There's like one scene. Uh, no, there's more than one. Um, so <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> exactly. So Elizabethtown. Not only were we born in the same, we were born in the same hospital, and not only that, we was were, there more than one hospital in Elizabethtown. No, probably okay. not. No, but a lot of people that live in Elizabethtown sometimes are born in like Louisville. Got it. Okay. The city next to it. Um, but we were delivered by the same doctor. Is there more than one doctor in Elizabethtown? Well, of course. And for the record, it's <laughs> Louisville, huh? Which is what you said. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, you're oh, you're playing the card of my from Kentucky. It's it's like, like, there's five sounds people sounds live like... there, and we're related anyway. To them all. I almost said how I usually say anyways, and I won't do that on this anyway. Podcast. Anyway, um, so she yesterday it went. F- Are you done? Just one more. He's just uh, going through all the. Uh, no, y'all, 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 go on, go on with you. Humans. So, <laughs> okay. Any squirrel? That's two for me. Yeah, that, you've got like, right, like ten right now. <laughs> Is that my quota? So she came into our lives. She texted me one day and realized that we were part of the same kind of group and like online group. And it went from a reach out to me saying, "Hey, we're from the same town," to one of the people that has my back constantly all the time. We went to, actually we stayed at her house probably a little bit longer than we originally thought we were going to. Um, and we stayed at her house for a month, I want to say, like while we were uh, traveling like across the United States. Um, and which introduced us to a really great job opportunity, um, which introduced us to a really great job opportunity, which she... It's just one of those people that you can constantly go to for help, right? Not even for help, just for guidance, and as well as can talk to them whenever you need to, and they make and you feel better. Laugh. Um, and a great and laugh. And a great laugh. Um, and along those lines, we're, since we're in that same little area, Vula, Vula Galatzatos um, is another one of those people you that we have just been, the universe has provided for us, and thankful, grateful. Wonderfully grateful and thankful for the people who have been put into our lives. And those are just a few. We will tag way more of you all, I'm sure, um, in the comments if we remember to because we never do. But we will this time. It's so funny because we have two We have two parallel universes of tribes. We have one, which is Maria, which is we found her online and started listening to her, which that led us to Melissa. That led us to Vula. That led us to a job opportunity. And then we met Coco who you all know is Free the Housewives, which we actually have a funny story about that too we can wrap up the show with, that I wanted to talk about at least. Um, so Coco introduced us to Ashley Lee, which has a podcast here as well. We became intertwined with her, met you, 
met you, got our own show, and it's just like it's just people. And when you say yes and we, I don't we just I just learned this concept of the yes and I've heard it, but it's like you accept whatever comes at you, and then you like one up it. And Travis is a little bit better. He mentors me. Like I watch him on how to do this. Um, but like you accept whatever comes at you and then you see what you can do with it to expand it. And that's how our life's gone the past year. It's pretty fucking amazing. This is the F word bomb show for Pete. So it is. And Coco actually, right, Coco is one of the pe- <laughs> first people we met and um, we've talked about her before. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first got here and she looked at us and she says, we're going to be friends. She didn't ask. She literally she didn't said, ask. we are going to be friends. <laughs> and, you know, we said yes and. You know what I mean? We were like, yes. And I mean, if I met me, I wouldn't ask either. I'd just be like, you're awesome. <laughs> True. That's what you guys Done. said to me. <laughs> I know. Well, and that's, what, and that's what it was kind of like. That was she mentored us and to be able to see what she saw in us with other people. Like, and we were right, right? Yeah. She was right when it came to us. We were right when it came to you. And the people that are surrounding us, our wonderful new producer, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just, it's very, it's really good. Like, if you haven't, um, and a, a lot of the times whenever we, they say that whenever you start to think about somebody or or whatever to reach out and say something to them, take this opportunity right now, right? If you're If you're sitting here and you're thinking about your mentors and you haven't talked to them lately, or if you have, even if you have talked to them in the past five minutes, reach out to them and say, hey, thank you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody likes to hear that. Everybody likes to know that they're appreciated, that you have touched their lives or they have touched yours in some sort of way. And these are just a very few very, very few um, lists of people that have touched our lives. Um, yeah. So we we do thank you for that. And do you have another one? No, that no, was it. No, that was mm-hmm. it? Okay, so. No, I was hoping my mom would comment some people. But she didn't. Thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks, mom. Thanks, mom, because whose responsibility is that? Yeah, thanks for mentoring me in a lesson of self-responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Your mom is. Yeah. Is and you know what? I'm going to give a shout out to moms, my mom, Travis's mom, and your mom, who actually I've met both of them. And my, of course, I've met my mom, too. You, Haven't met your mom yet, Danielle, but I met Danielle's someday. mom. Okay. I'm sure she's cool. Just saying. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. So and actually, yes. Yeah, so Danielle told us a story about her mom <laughs> neener, neener. who had a huge impact in her life, as we've all had. So, you know, and my mom always she always gives me that line. Well, we did the best we could with what we had. And I'm like, and it's usually in response of like, you know, how I'm growing. It's mom, mom, mom's. Nothing is your fault about how your kids turn out. Whatever you did, however you did it, you did the best with what you could. You mentored. And then now it's up to us to like shape our lives into what we are. So I would just like to say thank you to my mom. Yeah, there's definitely a point as mom and my dad in your adult life when you have to come to the realization (laughs) that your parents are people Mm -hmm. and that people make mistakes and you can't blame Mm -hmm. them for everything. Nope. I mean, some parents can be blamed for everything, but not like <laughs> not, not, not average that, parents. That is a really good. I'm glad you glad you brought that up because for me, whenever you know, I I guess I thought that our parents were a given, but I think it's a really great opportunity to say thank you for that. Um, regardless of whether it was what you or I or whatever deemed as good mentoring or bad mentoring. The lessons learned in any type of parenting are just that, right? Mm-hmm. You learn from them or you're thankful and you move forward and you do the, what they've taught you. My mom, Rhonda, bless it. She's, she sneakily watches this but never comments. So, mom, <laughs> say hi. Mom, say hi. Uh, hi mom. Uh, but she is definitely, she, for the most part, let's be honest, like, was a single parent 
for most of my life, she was the person that I went to for everything, good, bad, and indifferent. And so she has definitely impacted my life. And I'm glad you brought that up because for me, it was just, it was a given in my head. I assumed she knew that, but if she didn't, thank you, mama. And I love you. Whole bunches. Yep. It's, you know, the gratitude thing is so easy to surpass because we just think, you know, you say it once and I'm like, okay, I'm covered for life. But uh, it's such a great thing. Whenever you're in a moment, whenever you're up in your head, whenever something's going wrong, you just be like, look what all I have. Wow. Flipping amazing. Gratitude. Also, so I got a story and then we can wrap things up here. So Travis and I are one of the biggest fans of Free the Housewives. We're not house husbands. <laughs> we're not. I know. She's like, you know, laughing. We're not house husbands. We're not. We don't have kids. We don't know anything about the experience, but we know chicken and cocoa and more so cocoa, but we've met chicken, you know, got to know her more through there. And we just absolutely love her energy and their energy together in that show. And so, you know, we're all podcasters here. We talk about and we probably maybe we should. I'm going to shit all over myself here. Maybe we should talk about other podcasters and work about more. I don't know how that goes. Okay. Danielle's nodding her head. Yes. So maybe we'll do better with that later. But Free the Housewives, Specialty Produce Network. Check it out. Um, so anyway, so. Travis and I are like, we're always like, we listen to their show and then we go back to Coco and we're like, oh my God, this is so funny. Oh my God, whatever. There's another mentor right there. Hag. Kelly Hag. 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 I just remember that. <laughs> it's Hag. Okay. Hey. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so, you know, we always go back to Coco and we're like, oh my God, this is so funny. And we rehash it and it's great. And then we're like, she knows we're her biggest fans. One of. And Travis and I are like, when are you going to mention this on your show? When are you going to have us on your show? When are we going to like do a joint little thing here? Like we've done a vegan Danielle joint thing. You know, you are now like we've assimilated you. We're keeping you for life. <laughs> sorry, Linda, but she's ours. We've, act- we've actually sorry. said that to many people. Ever. They're like, yeah, is Cassie staying? We're like, she Fuck yeah, she's staying. <laughs> and so and we're just like, we are such a big part of your life. You're such a big part of where we are. We like, we want to be like, I don't know, share it with her, whatever. Get some, there may be some props in there. Like, you know, like Woo, go us. Cause we know the Coco, but so today, <laughs> is she on there? You can't keep her. Sorry, Linda. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, Linda. You're in the desert. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, so we talked to her today and we were like, because we, we kept it, you know, it's our issue. It's not her responsibility to talk about us or whatever, whatever. So I'm like, we're, and we're finally, we let it out and we're like, you never mentioned us. We have it on your show. Oh my God. Well, we listened to an episode today and we were all over her show. Oh. So. We were- <laughs> We, we were, we were you know, all like a, over her. We were, like we were a, in a ten second, two minutes. We was like a two minute conversation because she always she turned fifty and she's like, I'm fifty, I'm fifty, I'm fifty, I'm fifty every episode. And then we were like, Oh my god, you always talk about being fifty. And so then she, that's how she brought us up on her show. But it was so we talked to her about it. Maybe the lesson here, the mentorship of the universe here was ask for what you want, and then boom. Our mentors keep on showing up. Doctor Chris Hagenstein just up. joined us. Oh my gosh, he taught us how to be fitness. Fitness, Georgia Gold for life. Hold Georgia Gold in our mouth. No, but seriously, like we yeah. we, we <laughs> lived really with well uh, Dr. Chris Eggenstegg and his family, Christine. We did um, for several weeks. Dr. Chris, are you coming to Phoenix? We're going to see um, your wife soon. as well. And so he actually taught us what it was to be to live a healthier life and to exercise. And there you go, another one. Yeah, Katie Miller, and how to eat some chicken. Yeah, pre-vegan, pre-vegan. I know uh, <laughs> KFC has this Georgia. We call it Georgia fucking gold because it was so. Oh my god! It's just you just not dip anymore. It, eat it, whatever. So, but no th- that was pre-vegan. Yeah, we are still vegan. We get that question a lot too. Do you get that question? Are you still vegan? 
Are you still vegan? Are you still vegan? Yes, we're still vegan. And uh, we're that's just our it. audience knowing how flighty we are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. It's not a, it's not a shocker about why people are asking us this because we've been vegan. We've been um, fat. We've been, <laughs> what do you call it? The pa- paleo? You know, Did you say fat? Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. I like the fat diet. That's <laughs> my favorite. So, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap this up, I think. Uh, Katie Miller. Good friend of mine, another uh, another actually Katie. mentor of ours. She she's she, and of course Coco Tanner Smith just joined. Coco, um, you got to rewind it because we may or may not have mentioned your name. Coco, I want to come hang out. Yeah, I didn't, have I didn't get to hang out. Hey, today. there I we got hey, a, no. we got a brochure for a booze cruise. It doesn't have to be a booze cruise. It can be like any kind of get together, food food cruise. Cru- a food cruise. So we all maybe like a podcast getaway. <laughs> I don't know, podcasters getaway. Put us all on a boat, right? Yeah, with no escape. <laughs> there you go. That was my last one. That was three. Oh, goodness. It was encompassed well, in a whole section. We're going to hide the bell again. Yeah, that's what I told you. I you tried. Get one gave it to every it. 25 episodes. <laughs> Congratulations. 25 Coco, episodes. Hey, she said, come on over. Like, we'll, she gets off at five. So, like, she's got 13 more minutes of well, work I have, left. I have to go with a kid today. But when I get back from England, it's on. It's on, like, donkey. Kong. Is that it's probably old. Nobody says that anymore, do they? Nope. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Katie Miller, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. I love you bunches. Vula, thank you. Coco, thank you. Lisa every single Oto. Person. Lisa Oto. Otto. It's Danielle. I stole them. You can't have them. I stole you. I love it. Um, but Brilliant. thank you. Thank you, Coco. Thank you for everybody who is watching this, listening to this, and I'm will a listen land or watch Luber. What's a landlubber? She's lover? a landlubber. I don't know that. She doesn't want to go on a boat. She's a landlubber. Lover. Lubber. But is that like a fancy way of saying lover? Do you see what lover? happens? Is it someone else going to sign off Squirrel, on this? 17. Okay. Go right ahead. Bye, guys. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, so just so you know, um, next week, what you're going to be gone for two weeks. I'm going to be gone for two weeks. And Aww. you'll be back. That's okay. I will be back. I'm I wonder if we gone, can catch yeah. you. Can we catch you eight hours ahead? No. So, so I can't stay up until no. midnight? <laughs> I'm going to say no because I have a lot of work, work to do. Whatever. Okay, so in the spirit of having an open conversation, would you be heartbroken if we found a co-host? No, you guys should pull someone else in here. Okay. Kelly Haig's going to be our co-host. No, she's Kelly... going with me to England. Oh, <laughs> gosh, that, what is that about? Pete is my spirit animal. We've only had we've only had two co-hosts, or it was, we only had two guests on our show, and one of them was co-host Danielle, vegan Danielle, and the other one was, uh, what's her face? The nutrition. I wasn't girl. listening. What? Oh, we've only had two people, two guests on our show. Technically, one was vegan Danielle, who's a co-host, so that was more co-host, but guests nonetheless. And the other one was uh, Vivian, Vivian, Vivian Soto. So oh, yeah, we're gonna we want to get some guests up in here. Yeah. This hat is being saved for the spot of guest. <gasps> there she is. Speaking of which, before we sign off real quick, we just no, wanted no, we to shout out real, quick. real quickly to Lisa Otto. Congratulations on Ooh. being two months seizure free. Whoa. Yeah. Kelly said that Pete is my spirit. <gasps> Vula will co host. Perfect. Vula, signing up. It'll be next week. Figure it out. I'm serious. We're going to hook you up. <gasps> oh. <Yay>. So cool. <laughs> That's okay. the bell, guys. It's time to go. Class dismissed. <laughs> Bye. From our heart. Oh, my gosh. Are do we doing heart? this? I can't reach out. Oh, his little T-Rex <laughs> arm. His little surgery T-Rex arm. Thank you for the hearts, guys. Thank you for the love. Okay. Bye. Bye. Listen on the podcast. Bye. Come join us. Bye. Hold on. I'm not ready. Ah!
We are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Please like us on Facebook and drop us a message to say hi. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and share us on your favorite social media. Special shout out to Specialty Produce Network. Aw, thanks. And our listeners and followers because we couldn't do this without you. And we're better together. Until next time, get Get out out there there and tap into into life. life. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste, and culinary application on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app today.